It's time for the next hour of the third annual HRN Holiday Radiothon in five, four, three, two, one. Throughout the year, equine enthusiasts tune in to Horse Radio Network as their day begins. Each of our favorite shows makes us laugh and smile while secretly educating us all the while. But there's one special November day we all crave where there are hundreds of dollars worth of giveaways. Cyber Monday is here, which means only one thing. Radiothon is back! Rejoice, cheer, and sing! Our favorite hosts are gathering from near and far, bringing in the holiday season with jokes, stories, and interviews with their favorite stars. Our beloved sponsors come to join us on the special horsey holiday. Wintech, Weatherbeta, and Horse Lovers are just some of our favorite names. So grab your blankets and snacks and tune in for 12 hours of fun. Radiothon is here to bring holiday joy to each and everyone. It's Hour 4, the Equus Film Festival Hour of the 4th Annual Horse Radio Network 12-Hour Live Holiday Radiothon by Weatherbeta. With additional support provided by State Line Tack, Benefab Products, and Horse Holster. I am Glenn Geek, and with me in the studio still is host of the driving radio show, Dr. Wendy Ying, and we are your MCs for this entire day. That's right, we're still here. Wendy, you still there? I'm still here. Did you hear the song that we sang in that uh, package there in the in the transition? Yes. That was I sung by a 12-year-old. One of our listeners' no daughter. No way. The 12-year-old girl sung that song. Can you believe that? It was amazing. She has such a beautiful voice. She did, like the voice of an angel. But you know, somebody else that has the voice of an angel is our host for this hour. She is the host of, she is one of the, uh, I, I always get this wrong. You're one of the... What of the Aquas Film Festival? 
I'm co-organizer of the Equus Film Festival. Lisa Dearson is the founder. A co-organizer of the uh, Equus Film Festival. She's the one I always talk to, so that's why I always think you're the goddess of the Equus <laughs> Film Festival. And that's Diana DeRosa, who's also a world-class photographer. We have been together at many a show over the years, haven't we, Diana? Absolutely. Gosh, I've been done eight Olympic Games, and we were just at the World Equestrian Games. So it's always great to pass by. And thank you so much for having me on the show. You're welcome. And we're going to talk a little bit more about WAG. I'm going to include WAG in this hour because you and I were both there. Wendy was there. So we're going to chat a little bit about WAG this hour. We're not going to bring it down. We're going to keep it positive. Um, but it, it's been so much a part of our lives over the years. And it's, you know, it's it's WAG and it's uh, Rolex, now Land Rover, and those kinds of events that I always see Diana at because people will know your photography. If they've seen you, you're a wonderful photographer. And for those that don't know Diana personally, she's about uh, five foot four or five and weighs about 29 pounds. And her (laughs) cameras are bigger than she is and weigh a lot more than she does. So it's always funny to see her walking around because... It it was so much fun this year, you know, being at the World Equestrian Games because the Equus Film Festival was there for two and a half weeks. And Lisa and I were able to show so many of our films, like 84 films, and give these people a platform to a world-class audience. So it was really exciting to be there for a different, you know, I did still do some photography and watch some of the events and and get to see our Americans win a gold in show jumping. Yeah, I hope you got to see that one. (laughs) But it was nice just to be doing the dual role. You know, it's funny because I did a little video this morning for the auditors and I showed them around the studio. We give them kind of behind the scenes. And one of the things I showed them is I have a rack on the wall and I've kept every press pass I've ever had over the last 10 years for all the events, podcasting and horsey events we go to. And they're all lined up there. And I bet you yours would be four times that long. It would be huge. Absolutely. I can't save them. I mean, I've got hundreds. I bet you do. (laughs) I bet you do. There must be something we could do with them that would be interesting, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, uh, tell us, for those that don't know anything about it, talk a little bit about the Equus Film Festival. The Equus Film Festival, we're into our sixth year, and our event is actually coming up this weekend, the 29th through December 2nd. And it's all horse films. It's, you know, shorts and and um, features. Uh, many of our films, you know, a few of our films have really moved on to the silver screen. So it's really exciting. I think, too, what we add into the mix are panels um, that talk about the different issues in the horse world or talk about what filmmaking is like. But it's basically a place where we give those that create films a place to showcase their films. And you do it all over the country, but your big one's coming up, right? Exactly. We, our main one is in New York, and then we do tour stops throughout the, throughout the country, and maybe even throughout the world pretty soon. Well, tell us uh, really quickly, just give us a quick preview of who your guests are going to be coming up a little bit later. We're going to take a couple calls before we get to them, but um, who are, who's coming up? I'm really excited because Life in the Doghouse was featured on the Hallmark Channel, and that's Ron Danta and Danny Robertshaw, and their film, Life in the Doghouse, is amazing. At the moment, when I spoke to them, they had 71 dogs in their house. These are all rescue dogs, (laughs) and they've rescued over 11,000 over the many years. So this is a real treat to be able to talk to them. And the other one is Mario Contreras, and he is the lead trainer at, at Medieval Times. And uh, one of his films, actually both of these films are going to be showcased at this weekend's Equus Film Festival. Um, We are in Dickieville Times. He's in Chicago and he's a world class trainer. He's been with them for 28 years, the lead trainer there. 
and all of us have seen Medieval Times. If you're a horse person that hasn't seen Medieval Times, they're all over the country, then then you, you're going to lose your horse person card and we're going to sell your horse for you because you have to see that show. It's just good. Um, Wendy, we went together to see it, didn't we? We did. We had a great time. Yeah, that's right. We went together. I forgot about that. We went to the one in Orlando. Um, all right. Let's do this. How about, Diana, we have some people waiting. Why don't we take some calls quick? Great. Let's do that. All right. First up, we have Jennifer from Tennessee. Merry Christmas, Jennifer. Hey, guys. How are y'all? Good. I was hoping for a Southern accent, and you're not disappointing. <laughs> well, I'm originally from New Jersey, so... Ah, yeah. You have a New <laughs> Jersey Southern accent? This could be fun. <laughs> I can do either. <laughs> So tell us about your I horse. I tell my students when they make me mad, I say, don't make me get all Jersey on you. <laughs> we all know what that means. So tell us, yeah. uh, does your horse have a resolution? Um, She does. I have a few, but this is my, my newest one, and she's kind of the princess of the barn. Her name is Treme, um, and she was long stirrup champion um, in our little local hunter-jumper thing, and her... She's moving up. She's um, being leased by one of my students. And so she told me that she wants to be um, pre-child hunter champion next year. So, I, you know, and she can do it, too. Yay. Well, that would be great. Uh, we want to see the ribbon uh, when that happens. Okay. All right. We will, we will show it to you. I'm awfully proud of her. Well, very good. Well, thank you. Kind Jen of a, a rescue. She kind of came. She came from Ocala. Oh, really? And she, I bought her as a broodmare, and then got her sound, and now she's a fancy show horse again. Yay! Well, that's terrific. Near and dear to my heart, rescue horse. That's great. Yeah. Well, we thank do a lot of films. I'm so excited! Oh, you guys have have Danny and Ron on. I love them. I've seen the movie. It's wonderful. It's a great cause. Actually, two of our barn dogs at my work barn are Danny and Ron rescues. And they are just amazing people. And all the HRN people need to go see their movie. Wow. I did, there's, we didn't time this. I just picked Jennifer out of the hat here. So. <laughs> I know. So, and we, we are showcasing that movie at 7.15 on Friday night at the, this year's Equus Film Festival, which will be at the White Cinema in Brooklyn. Sounds Yay. good. And what a more pretty time to be in New York than now. Now's the time to be there for sure. Well, thank you, Jennifer. Appreciate it. Merry Christmas. Thank y'all. Have a good day. It's just been fun. I'm baking my Christmas cookies and listening to you. Oh, well, you got to send us some. Now, that was just mean, actually, Jennifer. Um, okay. Just... <laughs> okay. Well, I'm kind of known as the cookie lady, too, so I'll, I'll send you some. Okay, Here's good. Us. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how ironic is that? I know. <laughs> Diana, that's just weird. That is that. That's <laughs> fabulous. Because it, they are. I, I had never really known much about them until I met them in Tryon this year, and I just couldn't believe the story. And after I watched the film, my eye—I I had tears. I mean, streaming down my face. It's just such a great story. And you know, you're thinking about horses, right? Well, they—that's where they began—is with training and teaching, and they still continue to do that. But dogs is their other part of their life. And we're gonna do. We're gonna get to them in just a minute. But let's take one more caller. Uh, we have uh, Wendy. Help me out here. I have something I have to deal with. We have Wade. Hi, Wade. Welcome yeah. to Radiothon. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So, Wade, what? Are you uh, there? Tell us, 
Yep. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Uh, Wade, what, um, what's your horse's name? And if your horse could talk, what is his new year's resolution? Well, her name is bit B I T and mm -hmm. she's a rescue that, uh, originally came from Texas and I got her from Copperview farms down in Wisconsin. I'm, uh, in the upper peninsula of Michigan. So she just, uh, She's two years old, going on five. You know how mm -hmm. it is with a young, yeah. a young horse. But uh, she's Arab, and what uh, we're really going to try and work on is her ground manners and um, see if I can do some driving with her. But she's just so young. If I can just get her, uh, just a cart behind her would be great. Right. Well, that's great. And um, and so you're calling from where? Did you say you're calling from? The Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Oh, wow. So it's cold up there today, too, huh? Uh, no, it's like a balmy 23 right now. <laughs> but, um... but you, you're, you're lucky because Lisa, the, the Equus Film Festival founder, she is in a foot of snow now. And she's oh in Chicago. God. <laughs> so, Wade, thank you so much. Did we, did we get the resolution? He's going to drive his, his mare. Oh, well, that, I love that. I love that. Sorry, I had to bug out for a minute. I love that. We all like driving, don't we, Wendy? Oh. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe you should listen to Shauna's show, the clicker training first, and get this little Arab girl trained and behaving and then before you hook her to the cart. Just ask Jennifer. She's had that experience. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby Thank steps. Thank you, Wade. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to y'all. All, all right. We're going we're gonna to have to do a reset here on our call-in studio, which means everybody that uh, is in call-in studio right now, everybody calling is going to get dropped, and we'll have to call back. I apologize mm -hmm. for that, but we have to reset every four hours. It's one of the rules of uh, call-in studio. I don't know why, but uh, while we're doing that, Diana, this was what WEG was this for you? This was my ninth World Equestrian Games. And, you know, the competition, yes, we had issues. We had hurricanes. Uh, by the way, we gained a lot of listeners off of this WAG. Thank you all if you're listening and you started at the WAG. My weather reports went viral, and we picked up a ton of new listeners thanks to the weather reports because of the hurricane. It was so funny. It's just so funny. Um, but, what you know, for you, the competition this year, yeah, we had issues with some of the things that were going on, but the competition was unbelievable. You know, you know, I, I hear people say, make complaints and stuff like that, but having done nine World Equestrian Games, it's normal to have things go wrong. And the whole thing, that's part of the story. So that never bothers me. I mean, yeah, things are late. And I can remember times at, at World Equestrian Games when I waited for shuttles for hours. And here, that wasn't an issue at all. We always had a way to ride. So there's always good and bad in everything. Uh, and the Olympic Games and what have you. I think they did a fabulous job in 22 months. I mean, it was really, they pulled it together like I could never have imagined anyone able to do it in such a short time. And Wendy, you were there. We we all had a blast. I mean, we had fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think sometimes when we show a lot, you know, we have our own little shows and they're smaller, they're easier to get around and know everybody and so we get spoiled, but then you go to something like the WAG and it is, sometimes it's a little bit 
harder to get around, but it's so exciting to be with all the other disciplines. I really find that really rewarding because we don't get to see the other ones and it's fun to see all the different horses and all the different people. So I I thought it was great. I did too. You know, it was, I had only been to one other in in 10 in Kentucky. So this was, you know, this was in comparison to that, but I had, this felt like more of an intimate horse show. I realize there were thousands of people there, but compared to a WEG like it was in Kentucky, where it was so massive, uh, this felt more like an intimate horse show. And I think, to be honest, I might have enjoyed this one more because of that. And they had lots of areas where people could congregate. Like they had that cool silo bar and they had some restaurants and things. So you weren't just like the competitors could be with other competitors and the spectators. And I thought it was really fun. Yeah. You know, if you, you know, when you've been to as many as I've been to, you really appreciated this venue because everything was so close and and a golf cart away, really Uh, Mm on so many of them, you have to travel for long distances to get to the eventing or the driving. So that was a real treat for me. I remember Kentucky that I was so sore after the third day because you had to literally walk miles to get anywhere. It was <laughs> so big. It really was. We walked from one end to endurance down to the opposite end of the whole 1400 acre park several times one day. And that was a nightmare. <laughs> was a oh nightmare. my gosh. It was tiring. So not as tiring as the athletes probably, but you know, we have. It's us. You know, an, an interesting note, too, is Mario was at the uh, 2010 World Equestrian Games. He was one of the people in the opening ceremony. Oh, is that performing. right? Yeah, performing on a horse. I have a beautiful picture I took of him with the horse rearing. It's just awesome. And I met him at, uh, I met him at, at uh, WEG as well. So, and he's an interesting guy and, uh, you know, he's a lot of fun. So, all right, we're going to uh, hear from our title sponsor and then hopefully we'll get your first guests on the line here. Terrific. I am Doug Walker from Weatherbeater and you are listening to the fourth annual Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon. If my golden Labrador Clover could talk, her New Year's resolution for 2019 will be to be less hungry. She is, after all, a Labrador. Happy holidays from all of us at Weatherbeater. Perfect for those who like their equipment to match or coordinate? The Weatherbeater Prime range has been incredibly popular since launching this year. So much so, they've expanded their range to not only offer coordinating saddle pads, ear bonnets, and bandages, but Weatherbeater now offers matching single-lock brushing boots and impact bell boots. They are available in eight fantastic colors. It is a great gift for the loved one or for your own horse. Do you like matching sets or maybe to mix things up with lots of different colors? Weatherbeta has lots of options available. Visit them at weatherbeta.com to view the whole prime range. That's weatherbeta.com. So when, is, when did you last have a horse, Diana? Oh my gosh. You know, it's, it's funny. I, I, you know, I, when I started to work, um, some people may not know that I worked with Christopher Reeve for eight years, but when I started, I didn't that, know that <laughs> you did? I, did, I did that I, for eight years. And when you I worked you for know, Superman I, for eight years, yeah, <laughs> the last, the last eight years of his life. And, um, before then, of course I was totally focused on horses and I never gave up being involved with the horses and the big, big events. But he consumed so much of my time because we were doing so much traveling. And that's when he did all of his things where he did speeches and national and international. And there there just was no more time. 
for me to own a horse and do everything else that I was doing. My life was getting more crowded. So it's been, you know, over 10, oh, maybe 10 or 15 years since I've had a horse. And before then, I ran a riding school. So I had many horses. I used to train horses. I competed nationally and internationally. Wendy, do you feel like we missed the lead of the story at the top of the hour now that we just heard that? I feel like we missed the lead. I think so. I think so. <laughs> I mean, not too many people can say they worked for Superman for eight years and live to I tell know. about it, you know? I know, true. <laughs> he was an amazing, amazing, amazing man. I loved working with him, and so was his wife. I mean, it's such a loss. Please tell me he was as nice as he seemed he was. Oh, beyond. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. he really was. And, and Dana, too. I mean, they were just the, the, the sweetest, nicest couple. So much in love. You know, I really, I really miss you know, having the chance to, to talk to them and be around them and, and see what wonderful parents they were. Just just lots of good memories. Well, your guests are ready, and they're like the supermen of, the, of rescuing dogs in the world. <laughs> oh, gosh. Ron and Danny. Oh, I'm so excited. Hi, guys. Good morning. Afternoon. Hello. <laughs> yep. Is that Ron? Yes. Hi, Ron. It's so nice to hear from you again, and, and your movie is doing so well. It is. We're very proud of it. It's been great. So, so tell, we're very excited all, with it. Okay. Tell us a little bit about where you stand now with your dog rescue, and then we wanted to talk some holiday talk. Well, our rescue is busting at the seams. We have 118 dogs in our rescue. Because unfortunately, at holiday times, it seems like a lot of people want to give up their pets before the holidays because they're going to travel. So we are absolutely swamped with dogs. So anybody that's wanting a nice dog, please contact Danny and Ron's Rescue because <laughs> we have a lot that are looking for homes. We had something very interesting happen. Uh, we took a caller, a listener, uh, 10 minutes ago, and they had gotten two dogs from you. How ironic is that? So that was so cool. Well, that, yeah, so cool that you guys were coming on. And she couldn't say enough nice things about you guys. And if you weren't here at the top of the hour, I wanted to remind everybody, this is Danny and Ron from Life in the Doghouse. It's uh, available on November 20th on iTunes, Amazon Prime, and Google Play. And also their their movie, Life in the Doghouse, is going to be showing at the Equus Film Festival this Friday night at 7.15 p.m. How did you become movie stars, guys? And I know, I think we have Dan on here too, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah, so how did you become movie stars? <laughs> we, we didn't become movie stars. Um, Ron Davis, the producer of the film, was uh, looking for a second dog uh, to keep his other dog, uh, you know, have a companion for him. And uh, people kept saying, well, have you talked to Danny and Ron? And so... Eventually, he called us and, and came over, and uh, and we, you know, told him about what we do and how we do it, and and uh, he left with a um, little man and uh, said, "Gentlemen, you're going to be my next documentary." So we shut the door and sort of looked at each other and laughed, and anyway, from there it just grew, and grew and grew <laughs> and grew. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, much, so much fun. Hey, uh, hey, guys, so let's chat a little bit. Holiday, if your horse could talk, what would uh, what would their New Year's resolution be? Your, if, yeah, if your horse, your dogs, your horses or your dogs could talk. <laughs> well, I, I think would he, say, 
I would say most of our dogs, their, their New Year's resolution wish would be that all the dogs, cats, and animal shelters would find their loving home. What a great wish. And Danny, what about you? Um, well, I, I think my thought would be similar to that. Um, and I, I think that people who have lost dogs um, and are, are hesitant about getting another dog, I, I think they need to see through their dog's eyes, the one they lost, and uh, realize that that dog would want them to have another dog to love them just as much. It's funny you, you say know, it's funny you say that because uh when we lost we we adopt greyhounds we have our third now and it's always taken me about a year in between and I thought you know if I do it again I'm not going to wait that year this time you know and it, so it's funny you said that today Right Yeah Yeah it's um I I think it's true I think it's the longer a person puts it off I think the harder it becomes but um I know that if they've had a rescue of any sort before um not getting another one, I think, is a disservice to the ones you have saved already. Yeah, we all like company. But there's another side to this, and you guys have talked to me about it before, that be careful about buying a gift for Christmas or for your child uh, that's a dog. And, and why, why is it that you always say, think about that before you do it? Well, it's a, it's a lifetime commitment. And... Usually we see what we call the Christmas puppies. We see that starting usually the end of February, March, April, all of those dogs, so many of them ending up in the shelter because they didn't realize the responsibility of housebreaking. They didn't really realize the responsibility of them teething and chewing on wires and sofa corners and everything. And so, you know, people get tired of it and then they drop them off at the shelter. And so we always like our rescue gets, you know, a total influx of those Christmas dogs. So, you know, when you really need to do the research on the breed, because, you know, like we took two border collies from a man in Atlanta and they lived in an apartment and they lived in a crate for 14 hours and they both went stir crazy, you know, and uh, you have to do the research. A border collie's called a working dog in dog shows they're in the working group and because they like to work so you know if you live in a home apartment you know think about a breed that's a quiet breed that wants to be a couch potato i mean just like you said you know you rescue greyhounds you know from doing that everybody has this misconception that thinks they're going to run and run and run and run and all the greyhounds we've rescued, they're the biggest couch potatoes. Oh, all they do is lay around. Mine's laying right at my feet right now, and that's where she's been for the last five hours. <laughs> they you know, really the, are. The they, what they, when they do run, it's so much fun to watch them go about 35 miles an hour for about one minute, and then they're done for another week. That's good. They're good. Yeah, we took. Yeah. Glenn, remember we took your dog and my Jack Russell for a walk, and your greyhound had to get in the golf cart. Yes, she, right. <laughs> she wore out. <laughs> and you know, one thing I love to, love to touch on <laughs> yeah. on the greyhound situation is, you know, on Facebook and everything, you keep saying seeing a lot of people saying, "Well, now you all got a you know greyhound racing banned in Florida." what's going to happen to all these greyhounds? And they're kind of bashing the people that voted to get the greyhound racing stopped. And that is a good thing because people don't realize those same dogs, when they're a year and a half or two years old, they're done racing. And people don't realize those dogs get 
shot, they get thrown in canals, they get euthanized. And so this is definitely going to stop the wheel, you know, by stopping the greyhound racing. It's just like if we shut all puppy mills down, yes, we have to find homes for probably hundreds of thousands of dogs and puppy mills. But once it's done, it's done. But those greyhounds every year need homes. As you know, that's why you adopt, because when they're done racing, they have no use for them. And you know why else we adopt a greyhound? They don't bark. They don't bark. That's why we adopt a greyhound. You haven't yeah, ever heard my dog true. bark on the air in 10 years. That's why. Uh, so, guys, <laughs> it is the holidays. Do you got, I mean, you take care of dogs. Uh, so, is, do you do anything different at the holidays? Do you ever get a day off? Well, we, we do really get days off. Um, not really from from uh, from the rescue itself or from, you know, the issues that arise. <clears throat> but um, Ron goes home to see his mother, who is um, 90, in Chicago for a few days. And I go see some of my family for a few days. And and uh, but so the but the doghouse rolls on. We have, uh, you know, we have people that stay there while we're gone. So. Um, even though we still deal with issues and, and, um, different projects, um, we do get away just a little bit, but it's not without its, uh, its follow-up. I, and did I see here that you guys do 18 loads of laundry a day? <laughs> yes, that's true. And a commercial washer and dryer. Cause we take, we take great pride in the doghouse being so clean. So every piece of dog bedding and every crate is taken out every single day. And it's washed every single day. We wash the dogs once a week and vacuum and mop twice a day. And so, I don't know, we take great pride in the house not smelling like dogs. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Do you dress the dogs up in, in holiday attire for the, the, for the December season? We do not. Because then, you know, we have, like, currently right now, we have over 100 dogs in the rescue. So <laughs> I think if we dressed a few of them up, the other ones would feel left out. Uh, good point. Now, I do have a question. How do you manage to split your time? Because you also are world-class trainers of horses and horse people. So how do you manage to split your time between two big, you know, jobs? Um, well, we have a we have a, a great staff that works for us with the horses. Um, uh, we hardly ever have to hire any new people because um, the group that we have has been with us for a long time and we treat them, you know, like, like they've been with us for a long time and they treat us the same way. Um, so we're lucky there. So when we're home and training, um, whether it's in Florida or, or in the Carolinas, um, we start fairly early and, uh, and keep move right along. And then, uh, and then when we can wrap it up, which is usually somewhere around lunchtime, um, then we, you know, we go on and then we do things about the dogs and, and so forth. So it's kind of splitting the day up that way. When we have to go to the horse shows, we just have to do that. And then we rely on our staff at the, at the dog house. And, uh, and we have people that stay there overnight and, uh, and people that are there helping all day long. Okay. Well, guys, we're running out of time. We're, uh, it's such a tight schedule for a 12-hour show. <laughs> But we're so glad to get to meet you guys. And while you were talking, I've gotten about 10 messages from listeners that said, love, love, love you guys, Danny and Ron. And they just go on and on and on. So you have a lot of lovers in the horse world. Oh, Where can people see oh, the movie? What do they do? 
Um, if they go to Life in the Doghouse, it tells where it's playing. Uh, it's also, you can go on Amazon and buy the DVD, and you can also download it on iTunes. And FilmRise, who owns the movie rights, will also be putting it out in movie theaters again. But you can also request it to come. If you go to Life in the Doghouse, you can request it to come to your area. And it's lifeinthedoghousemovie.com. It's also going to be playing when again, Diana, at the Echoes Film Festival in New York it's coming up? Friday night, this Friday night, the 30th of November at 7.15 p.m. at the White Hotel in Brooklyn. And you can go to equusfilmfestival.net to get all the details. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Merry Christmas. And thank have a, you. And thank, thank you for all the work you. you do and for all the work you do for the dogs and the horses. We appreciate it. Uh, thank, thank you so much. Merry thank Christmas you to you all. Two great guys. Yeah, they're very, very cool. Very cool guys. And, you know, I had never, I never heard much about them before you started talking to me about them. They, so. And they are so genuine. And these are just, they're deserving everything. They're getting so much, you know, coverage now and, and so many people loving them, but they deserve every second of it. They have adopted out 11,000 dogs. <laughs> and did you hear what he said? 114 dogs that they have now? I mean, amazing. They wash 18 loads of laundry a day. <laughs> and it's in their house, you realize. It's just an extension they've built onto their house. I mean, the dogs, oh if you watch God. this movie, you see it's part of their house. They wake up with five dogs on their bed, and then they go into the kitchen, then there's crates in there. And it's just amazing. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, let's do this. Let's take a listen to our next voicemail package and hear what the listeners had to say. You have reached the Horse Radio Network voicemail line. Please leave your voicemail after the tone. I am Chuck from State Line Tack. If my horse could talk, his New Year's resolution for 2019 would be to chew his blanket less. Happy holidays from all of us at State Line Tack. Happy Radiothon from Elizabeth in Georgia. Here are the 2019 resolutions from my barn. From Skylight, a German sport horse, red-headed diva mare, I want to get back in shape after my long layoff so I can go out with my cousins to fun places. But I resolve that I will never let my human mom know that I want to do all this work. From Sport, German sport horse, late bloomer, teddy bear. Since Cousin Shelby returned home, I resolved to finally show my human mom the talent she bred into me and not let Shelby get more attention than me. <laughs> and then from Shelby, the German sport horse world class, and I know it, Mare, I like being back with my cousins and hope my human grandmom plans competitions next year to show off my talents. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year to Horse Radio Network, the wonderful hosts, the great auditors, and all the listeners. Hi, this is Janelle. I'm doing my Radiothon version of the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much interviewing, learn what everyone's doing when guests call in here. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the hap happiest season we know. 
Daily winnies are given that girl stories reliving champagne starts to flow. It's the hap happiest season we know. There'll be favorites hosting and talents for toasting, fun disciplines together at last. We get hours of stories and tales of the glories of radio thons of the past. It's the most wonderful time of the year. The sponsors so giving, they must make a living. Let's spur their careers. It's the most wonderful time of the year. The quest will begin in the new year of 2019. The resolve is to dominate the world. I am small in stature and a little long in the ear. Smart and cute as a button. The girls, old or young, small or tall, think I have it all. At less than three feet tall, the world is at my beck and call. I am not a horse at all, but as an equine citizen, this little Sicilian will have it all, because I am Doodlebug, the Mediterranean donkey. Hello, this is Auditor Katie Kelly calling to wish everyone at the Horse Radio Network a very happy holidays. Hi, this is Carrie from Iowa. I am a new otter this year, and the first thing I want to say is just Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everyone at Horse Radio Network and all the auditors. And thank you so much for the wonderful community that you guys have provided as myself and my family have started as new horse owners in the last year. I have a horse, Ace, who's 21 years old. He's an Arabian saddlebred cross, and if he could talk, here would be his New Year's resolution poem. "'Twas the night before New Year, and all through the place, not a creature was stirring, except for Parker and Ace. Ace had hopes and had dreams about his project to rid the arena of scary objects. This was it. This would be his resolution to give him a good and lasting solution. The standards, the letters, the barrels, the poles, they were all scary and they all had to go. Every week they changed places, move and stare. Ace was tired of them giving him such a scare. But he knew he couldn't do it all alone. He knew if he tried, his courage would be blown. Of course Parker would help because Ace was boss. They would run into the field and head across. To the arena they'd run, ready to fight, ready to face their great and perilous plight. Parker the pony is a little like Zeus. Soon they'd be in the arena, on the loose. All the scary objects would soon be destroyed. Never again a place full of things to avoid. Ace knows it is good to set resolutions. It is good to have plans and find solutions. But they would have to wait for another night for outside his stall is something quite a fright. Season's greetings, Horse Radio Network, from Lilla and Jacobo, out here in sunny California. Jacobo's New Year's resolution is to regularly hit the gym to shed pounds and get fit for many exciting adventures coming in 2019. The voicemails this hour were brought to you by Stateline Tack. Stateline Tack is cleaning out the warehouse this holiday season. While they make room for new inventory, you'll find great deals on everything you need for your horse, your barn, or yourself. Treat yourself to something new and save buckets at the same time. Or buy yourself some buckets. You can't have enough of those. Find all your great deals at the warehouse clearance sale at statelinetack.com slash deals. That's statelinetack.com slash deals. 
Well, we're back here, and we're in the Equus Film Festival hour. And uh, so if somebody wants to go to the Equus Film Festival, what do they do? Where do they go? How do they get there? What's the story? Okay, so it's going to be at the White Hotel, which is in Brooklyn. And they can actually get all the information if they go on our website. Uh, it's www.equusfilmfestival.net. The films are going to be showing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the White Cinema. Um, then we are having a welcome gathering on Thursday night, and that's going to be at the Wild Horses of Sable Island, and that's also in Brooklyn. And the actual address for that is better to just go to the website and get those details because we have a fast fax that gives you everything you possibly need. Okay, very good. That sounds terrific. And I know that you guys go around the country too, right? Because uh, we, we saw you in, yeah. uh, in at WEG. Yeah, we absolutely do. I mean, we, we've been to Oregon, to California, to Maryland, you name it, we've been there. Very cool. So before we finish our WEG discussion, did did every we haven't talked about, what was your favorite, Diana, thing at WEG this year? Oh, uh, uh, gosh. You know, I mean, it's I, I hate to be, you know, sort of pro-Equus Film Festival, but I just loved seeing Standing Room Only at, for all these different movies. I've seen people appreciate you know, we we know how hard these filmmakers work. And to see that there was butts in every single one of those seats and uh, people just standing and even sitting on the ground just watching these films, to me, was just fascinating. But it of really course, helped you, know, you guys, too, because it was hot as hell. And uh, exactly. you were air-conditioned. It really did help. We I went in there a few times and watched some films, too. <laughs> it, was, it was a little it was toasty. When it was cold or rainy, it was just perfect. But, you know, I do also love watching the competition. So I did try to get out there and get photos of any of our, the, the U.S. riders or the leading riders in the different disciplines. Well, you know, and, I knew and, you know, the so. jumping, if we had written a script, there couldn't have been a script any better than the way the jumping ended up. It, I, <laughs> I, it just couldn't have been. Uh, just the way it ended up with the jump, with everything, the jump offs and the whole thing. It just was perfect. It really was. Uh, and of course we won, so that helped too. You know, there was that. Uh, <laughs> so uh, let's do this. Let's take a caller or two. We have Mary on the line. Hi, Mary. Where are you from? Wyoming. Wow! Every caller today has been from the snow-ridden <laughs> north. Every single one. We haven't had one Florida caller yet. <laughs> so. That's because the Florida people are all out enjoying the day. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Mary, do you have a horse, and does your horse have a resolution? I have two, and they fought over who got to have theirs on the air. So I'm going to tell you about both of them quickly. Um, one of them is Gambler. He's a quarter horse, and he's classically horsey smart. He's 30. And he has decided that he has reached stasis in the aging process because he likes the way he feels right now, but he doesn't have to do very much work. So he does not want to get any older. He doesn't want to get any younger. His resolution is to keep things the way they are. <laughs> and the reason he doesn't have to do Don't we all? Don't we all? Right, right. It's mine too. try really hard to do that. I, I kind of shook my head at that one, but... Um, and the reason he doesn't have to work hard is because I have Dutch, who is the younger model, and Dutch has to do all of the harebrained ideas that I come up with, 90% of which are from the auditors and Horse Radio Network. 
So Dutch's resolution is to somehow find a way to break all of my electronics so I can't hear about any fun stuff to drag him to anymore. <laughs> there you go. I think that's that's good. And, and the whole not getting older or nothing changing, I really like that now that I'm getting older. So, <laughs> if, yeah. yeah, let's hope that that happens. Yeah, He's Diana and I, we're not getting around wag like we used to in the old days. It's, <laughs> we're, it's, we're slowing down a little. Thank you, Mary. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you guys. Bye-bye. So we have one more caller, and I think she's, I probably know she's calling in on her on her break. So this is Chantel. How are you, Chantel? I'm good. How are you, Glenn? Good. Chantel's calling us from Tack of the Day. So welcome to the show. And I know you <laughs> I wasn't pro- gonna say that because I don't think we're sponsoring you today. <laughs> That's okay. We can say it. They're they're sponsors of Horses in the Morning. We like okay. them. And Chantel works yes. there and has forever yes. since it started. Uh, 25 years ago. Uh, well, about not, yeah, it's not quite that long, <laughs> but yeah, just about. <laughs> sure feels that way. So, Merry Christmas, everybody. I just wanted to get in here quick. Merry Christmas, Chantel. Tell us what your what your horse's name and what your horse's resolution is. Uh, my riding horse's name is Nacho, and his resolution, whether he likes it or not, is to get to at least a couple of shows this year because um, he's off the track, but he's been off the track about three years, and we have not gotten our button gear yet and um that needs to happen you know well there you go that's terrific well let's hope that happens let's hope that happens this year Shantel. yes yes and merry christmas to you and the yeah. hubby too okay okay thank you so much you guys uh stay stay warm down there in florida and hi wendy <laughs> so. hi Chantel. thank you for joining us merry christmas Chantel. thank you all right, we're, we're, we're having no luck finding Mario. I think he got lost or one of the knights took him out. Something happened <laughs> there at Medieval Times. Maybe he lost it's the battle. It's tough being a knight. It's, it's tough. tough keeping on a schedule. That's right. That's, that's yeah, right. that's so weird because I've called him so many times. Oh, but he's, he's fabulous. Damsel, he's rescuing a damsel in distress. That's what he's yeah. doing or, or something with a damsel. We're not sure. His name is he's Mario. Also, so. he's, an, he's also an actor now. He's... Um, they just did a, something called uh, a pony and his boy um, that's going to be showing at the um, at this year's Equus Moon Festival, and he actually works with a Down syndrome child. It's oh, a fascinating cool. movie. Aww. Oh, and you know he's a hell of a trainer. I mean, he trains these horses for the last twenty some years. Now, let's be honest; he has some really nice horses he gets to train. <laughs> so, there are some really nice horses they have there, and they breed all their own. It's really a good operation at Medieval Times. So they do they do a good job. Um, and I did do an interview with him for the World Equestrian Games show, so maybe we'll replay that on Horses in the Morning one day. But now we're talking movies, so I got a quiz here for the two of you. Are you ready? So, uh, holiday yeah. movies. There were what were the top ten highest-grossing holiday movies from 1980 till present? Any guesses, Diane? Die Hard. Oh my so gosh! Die Hard. Die Hard. Yes. Oh, holiday. No, I mean, there's oh, Christmas. Yes, Die Hard. Yeah, that is a holiday movie, but it didn't make the squishy movie. Christmas list here. That's for sure. Oh. <laughs> but it was probably the highest grossing. You no, it wasn't. Grossing. No, it wasn't actually. Die Hard didn't do that well at the beginning, and then picked up later. Oh. Oh. Uh, you guys have to get this. It's the obvious the one. Is the Christmas Story? No, because no. back then they weren't. You know, it wasn't big dollars at the box office. Uh-huh. And this is from uh-huh. 1980 Home on. Alone. Home yes, Alone. Home Alone. Ding, ding, ding. Home Number Alone. one. 
guess Home Alone 2? <laughs> Number five is Home Alone 2. That is correct. Yep, Home Alone and Home Alone 2 are in the top five. Any other guesses? Gosh, what's the, the Brooklyn, um, what was that? Isn't there a room? Um, has to do with the, the grunge, right? The, Something about the grunge. The grinch? Yeah. Ding, ding, oh, yeah, ding. How the good. Grinch Stole Christmas is number two. That was uh-huh. number two. Okay. I did good. Yeah, so you're doing good here. Then, And the listeners are all screaming out movies they love right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's that one movie that everybody's seen. I can't think the name of it. It's just, But it's like the Christmas. It's not the Christmas story, but it's, a, it's you know, about the learning, yeah. you know, huh? the actors back yeah. then, what they love. Either of you know the name of it? Well, you guys, I don't really watch Christmas movies. Have you never seen Elf? Elf. Oh, yeah, I've seen Elf. I like (laughs) Elf. Elf's number six on the list. So this is how it went. This is how it went. Number ten was Four Christmases, which I don't remember anything about. Me neither. Um, Number nine was A Christmas Carol, the one done in two thousand nine. Then the Santa Claus and the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus 2 and the Santa Claus. And, of course, Tim Allen. Those were great movies. I still watch them every year. And then it was Elf, which we still watch every year. Uh, Home Alone 2, which I don't watch because I think the only good Home Alone was Home Alone 1. Uh, Dr. Seuss is the Grinch, which was the one that came out in 2008. Was that the one with uh, uh, Jim Carrey? That's the one with Jim Carrey. Came out in 2008. Well, I've only seen the cartoon. The yeah, cartoon. And, and then the Polar Express was number three. Polar Express did very well, with kids especially. How the Grinch Stole Christmas and Home Alone. So there's your top ten Christmas movies of all time. Wow. That was a hard quiz. <laughs> only for two. I picked two people who had never seen Christmas movies. Everybody <laughs> at home was screaming at their radios. Or t- I spent yesterday watching a ton of Christmas movies while I was working for this year. They all had the word Christmas in them. <laughs> well, let's um, let's do some prizes. What do you think? Sure. All right. So uh, let's, Wendy, go to prize number one, and we'll have Diana help all us pick right. some prizes. Prize number one is one pair of smart hawk boots from Benefab products worth $109. Benefab by Soar No More is a research-backed company that offers innovative wearable products that help increase mobility and lessen pain for your horse. With products from leg wraps to blankets and more, they have a product that can help address aches and pains in almost every part of the equine body. Their fabrics are infused with a special bioceramic thread, which emits far-infrared wavelengths. In addition to that, their smart products incorporate the bioceramics with magnetic therapy for an even further targeted treatment. Each product helps increase overall blood circulation, relieve joint stiffness, and relax muscles. Recently, a clinical trial was published in the Journal of Equine Veterinary Science proving that the smart scrim significantly reduced back soreness over a six-week period in moderate to high-exercise horses. There are no harmful side effects, and with proper washing care, the products will never lose their therapeutic value. Visit BenefabProducts.com for more info or to order today. So... uh, we have to pick a number between 1 and 240. All right, Diana, 1 and 240. What do you got? Oh, gosh, 240. 240 is Chantel Williams. No. We just talked. <laughs> yeah. to- Actually, do you want to hear something really, really, really ironic? What? Hi, Chantel Williams. How are you? Hi. No way. <laughs> she was waiting on hold. <laughs> 
I wasn't expecting that. Yay! <laughs> you just won some hawk boots from Benefab worth one hundred and nine dollars. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, very cool. Okay. I'm sure, we will definitely use those up here because it's kind of cold. Yeah, she's also in the frigid north. Um, so, Chantel, that's ironic. I, <laughs> I don't know that that's ever happened before. <laughs> She's psychic. I know. I was like, wait, was that me? There's no way. <laughs> yes, it was you. I never win anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did while you were waiting on the phone this time. So tell us, does your horse have a resolution? Um, Rosie the pony probably has the same resolution as Scooter. Yeah. Um, eat treats and be cute, but naughty. Yes, that's exactly so I it. I Rosie will change her resolution. <laughs> and leave me the hell alone. That's the other one. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to exercise that one. <laughs> that one, yeah. Uh, we made Scooter yesterday, took uh, Jemmy and I out on a drive, Wendy. We went all around the neighborhood, and, and he had to carry two people, which he never has to do. So he oh was especially gosh. grumpy when he got back. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, no. I know. I tortured the poor thing. How dare you? <laughs> well, Chantel, Merry Christmas and congratulations. Yeah, I picked a good number. Thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> Bye, Chantel. Good number picking. <laughs> Bye. Okay, that's ironic. <laughs> I was like, they can't be the same one. And I looked at the names. I was like, yeah, it is. I know. All right. Because they're well, all randomly, they're all randomly sorted. And you picked number 240. Nobody picks number the last one in the line. Oh, gee, I just came to me. <laughs> I can't. I, I have no idea, but that's what came to me. Now you <laughs> want to give away something, and I have to. I know who I'm going to give it to already, and I'm not even going to look at the list. And I'm sorry, everybody, because she lives in New York, and she's been dying to go, and she's been harassing me about this. So tell us what you want to give away, Diana. We want to give away a VIP ticket to this year's Equus Film Festival at the White Cinema and White Hotel. And that includes the welcome the welcome uh, party that happens on Thursday night at the Wild Horses of Sable Island Gallery and the many movies and the many panels and the Winnie Awards. Well, I have somebody to give it to. Uh, she is one of our most active auditors. And she contributes all the time. And she said she would even cross the river because she lives in Manhattan. Uh, she would even cross the river. Is it, do you have to cross the river to get to Brooklyn? I know nothing about New York. Just the bridge. Yeah, you have to cross the bridge. Well, she said she would do that uh, to go there and see the thing. So Stephanie Eileen is going to win that prize. So Fabulous. Just have her email me and we'll take it from there. Yeah, she, she's a terrific one. And she's so, she's so good for our otter community and contributes and listens all the time. So congratulations. To Steph- she deserves that. And then yeah, Stephanie, ha- the deal is, though, she has to come on and give us a report on horses in the morning. Uh, oh, yep, interview. Yeah. So that's your, you're going to be our roving reporter, Stephanie. So congratulations. Yeah. And we have one yeah, more prize. It's not right? free. It's like horses. Free horses aren't free. That's right. Free tickets, not free. <laughs> not free. You have to work for them. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, do one more. All right, our next prize is a horse holster of your color choice worth $32. The horse holster is the safest way for riders to carry their phones and other small items attached to them and not to their horse. 
Made of water-resistant neoprene, it can be worn four different ways, fits all size phones and cases, and comes in 16 fun colors to match your tack. Make sure you're riding connected in case you and your horse become disconnected. Learn more at thehorseholster.com. Okay, and, and Diana, if you pick anybody that's waiting on hold again, I, that's I'm just quitting for the day because that's like, <laughs> I'm going to play the lottery right does, now. The, yeah, play the lottery. <laughs> yeah, so go ahead. Give it a shot. So it's again one through two forty. Uh, yep. Okay, number one. Mm. Number. I one. see how you work. Uh, Wanda Manley. Wanda Manley. Very good. Congratulations, Wanda. And Wanda is not waiting on hold. So it looks like we can continue the show. How about that? And by the way, I do want to warn everybody that's listening live. We are starting to get the first of a line of thunderstorms. So if we go off the air, Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> thank you, Diana, for joining us so much. Oh, we really appreciate so it. Give the I website one more time and give your personal photography site, too. Oh, yeah. It's www.dianaderosa.com. Pretty easy to remember. Dianaderosa.com and it's Equus Film Festival. You can find them on the web or on Facebook as well. Thank you, Diana. Appreciate Thank it. You. Next hour coming up, we have the certified. Oh, no, we have uh, Monty Roberts Horsemanship Radio with Debbie Laux hosting. It's always a popular hour, and I think Monty's making an appearance. I think this will be his fourth time. He's been on every year, and I we're coming. He's coming to us from like Germany this year, so that's coming up. But don't forget the grand prizes at the end of the day is the Weatherbeater blanket gift pack and your choice of any WinTech saddle. Make the most of your time together this winter as WinTech saddles can take off all the mud and dirt that your horse can throw at them. Just put it and hose it. That's all you have to do. Put it on the fence and hose it. That's why I only have Wintex. That's right. Wintex. And if you live in a humid client like this, you should only have Wintex. Uh, yeah. Wintex saddles were developed in your lifestyle and mind, so you could spend, le- le- spend less time worrying about oiling your tack and more time riding your horse. Wintech-saddles.com for more information on their range and to locate your nearest retailer. We'll be back in a few minutes as we reset for the Horsemanship Radio Hour coming up. <laughs> 